Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Good morning, Justin. Welcome. Thank you, Sammy. Good to be with you. And likewise, hope you had yourself a, well, a good break uh, as much as you could afford to. How are the preparations coming along at your club? Yeah, no, everything's going well. We've had our uh, big block now down at Geelong for our now infamous training camp, <laughs> and uh, the boys have uh, got through that uh, relatively unscathed. So uh, we're now into the next phase of our preparation, which is the couple of trial games we have coming up against the Roosters and then against uh, the New Zealand Warriors over in Christchurch. So it's an exciting time ahead of the season starting. Now, just before we get to those games, uh, you mentioned the camp. That I think was down at Geelong Grammar late last month. Now, Justin, yep. what happens in AFL preseason camps has been the subject of much debate and even controversy in recent years. I mean, is there still home for the you know the military discipline, the ration pack, the survival methods in the league off season when it comes to these camps? Well, that's not something we do down in Geelong. We actually have a camp pre-Christmas every year called the IDQ camp, which is a, a form of camp that uh, stands for I Don't Quit. Uh, so all new players to the club or players who haven't yet done the camp are required to do it. And uh, it's pretty intense. Uh, it involves, I think, two or three nights uh, away. And, uh, you know, they obviously go through all that sort of more army, military-style um training and uh, it's uh, it's pretty gruelling. They come back extremely uh, tired and worn out but I think it's also extremely rewarding. It's something that uh, the guys here once they've done it are, are very proud of uh, of the achievement of getting through the camp. Uh, we actually run a, a content series on our, on our website and digital channels called Melbourne Made which features uh, some of the vision from the camp this mm. year so I encourage everyone to get on there and have a look at it. Uh, it's intense, but as I said, it's uh, you know something that the guys I know who come back from it are very proud to have got through it and achieved it. And once you've done it, you don't have to do it again, Sammy. So that's uh, that's the important part. There's a bit of a joke going around the club at the moment because Jerome Hughes mysteriously uh, seems to have an injury every every year about. Uh, yeah, about late November, early December, and seems to get out of the IDQ camp. So well, uh, hopefully is, next year he'll be available. Is that like when you get those late payment notices, though, you've got to pay an additional uh, fee? So does that mean that, uh, Jerome, when he does finally get forced to go, he might have to do extras? Uh, if he retires somehow and hasn't done that camp, it'll be a miracle. But um, the boys give him plenty of stick about that, as you can imagine. The CEO didn't have to do it, did he? <laughs> No, thank goodness. Okay. Um, my my, uh, my fitness levels would not uh, stack up, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that'll be part of the amusement, I reckon. So your players are fit, though. So first preseason match this Sunday. Now, down at GMHBA Stadium, so back down in Geelong against the Roosters, as you mentioned, a 150 uh, kickoff. So when was the last time the Storm played a game down in that part of the world? Yeah, no, we, we, uh, we, we've been down there before, and uh, I think 2019 we played a, a trial game down in Geelong. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to getting back to GMHBA Stadium. Uh, the western region of Victoria is very strong from a, a rugby league perspective. So, um, you know, we're anticipating probably six or 7,000 from a crowd perspective, and the ground's in great condition, and um, the team there have been fantastic to work with. So we're really excited to be bringing rugby league to, to western Victoria. This isn't the influence of your new leadership coach, Joel Selwood, is it? <laughs> well, it certainly worked out well from a timing point of view. We were down at Geelong for our camp at Geelong Grammar. Um, we had a 
promotion and a, a training run actually at the ground, uh, which Joel was involved in again. And, um, yeah, he helped us out. We had a session on one day down at uh, Rosemont Stud, which uh, is actually the place that Joel got married. And um, that was a great session that night where uh, Billy, Billy Joel, we called it the Billy Joel Show, where Billy Slater uh, interviewed Joel Selwood about his life and his career. And uh, it was a great introduction for the broader club and the staff and a lot of players who they like they like their AFL and enjoy it but uh, probably don't know you know the history and the significance of Joel and the role he played in the AFL so um, so that was a really powerful session um, with with Billy Slater and Joel Selwood, two absolute legends of Australian sport. Yeah, with all that intrigue around what uh, Joel Selwood was going to do with the next phase of his life, I don't think many of us thought he'd end up at the Storm, Justin. So, so credit to him, I guess, for being willing to put himself in a in a different environment, a, a fish out of water, if you like. And, and I think I heard him mention yesterday that it's been a pretty steep learning curve in terms of yeah. the specifics of the of the code. How's he? How do you think he's found it? Yeah, I, I look at it, uh, it's going to be fantastic for us and the Melbourne Storm and our players and our leadership group. Uh, but I think it's also going to be great for Joel, you know, being involved in the Geelong Footy Club for such a long period of time in the one sport, um, you know, working in the same environment to, to step out of AFL and, and come to the Melbourne Storm. I think it's a great transition for him out of playing into an opportunity to work with our leaders, uh, work in a different code and a different culture. And I think he's really enjoying it. I think he's he's taking his time to, to learn the nuances of the game and the, the culture within the club and, um, you know, the rules of the game and some of our training and our scheduling, which, uh, you know, he said to me, I said, what's the, third, what's the biggest, um, you know, what surprised you the most since you've come across? And he, and he talked about our schedule and the intensity of it um, compared to, to an AFL preseason. So that was mm. interesting. But, um, you know, he's had an immediate impact. Uh, he's been wonderful for our pretty young leadership group now. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, making a really positive impact on our club. Just coming back to Geelong and the sport down there, they got a new club, haven't they? The Sharks, I think, a senior and junior level. I'm not sure if that's going to be announced this afternoon, but um, there's a new club down that way? No, yeah, it has been. Uh, it's been announced, uh, and um, yeah, it's great to have a new rugby league club formed mm. uh, in the west of Victoria, the Geelong Sharks. So we had a number of their kids down at our training session at GMHBA a couple of weeks ago. Um, really exciting. They're going to play juniors and seniors rugby league, and you know it's really important for the growth of the game. You know we're looking to continue to invest in participation in Victoria. There's a huge opportunity across both the west, southeast, and also the northwest where. Um, you know, we have a, a really strong rugby league participation um, and growth opportunity. And, um, you know, this is another step forward with the creation of a new club. And um, we're really excited to see how they go. Yeah, it's a huge catchment area out there, no doubt about it. Um, and your second preseason game, you're over to Christchurch, over to New Zealand. I think that's uh, mid-Feb for a clash against the Warriors. Yeah, that'll be great. It'll be good to get over there again. We've got a strong affiliation with, with New Zealand with a number of our players obviously coming from there and, um, yeah, I think by that second trial, we'll have a really strong team in with majority of our senior players back, which is which is exciting, and that's going to be yeah that important um, next game in in preparation for for round one when we we kick off uh, the NRL season on a Thursday night against um, against Parramatta, uh, who played obviously in the grand final last year, and it's going to be a big test for us um, uh, coming up against them in their at their home ground. Um, 
Craig Bellamy's never lost a round one game, so um, yeah, extra importance for us to start well and strongly in that game. It's an amazing record amid many, isn't it, with him? But the the preseason challenge as well, um, Justin. I'll see, so prize money on offer this year. How much money's on the line here? Yeah, it's a hundred thousand uh, dollars up for grabs. So uh, there's a point system that relates to you know how many you know tries you score and uh, various other different uh, components, and then if it's a if it's a draw at the end of all of that, there's a coin toss. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing if, uh, if it comes down to a coin toss. I don't think it will. I think just the initiative from the NRL, you know, partnering with Fox and KO to, to, to put on the pre-season competition and create a little bit of extra interest in it, I think is a good one. And um, I, could, I dare say that um, I haven't gone to Craig and, and said to him that um, can we go all out and try and win the pre-season comp? Fair to say, but um, we'll be uh, we'll be obviously using it to make sure that we're preparing for the season proper. Now the the injury obviously to Ryan Pappenhausen was a big uh, unfortunate talking point of last year that that fractured kneecap. Now we spoke to him actually, um, Justin, when he was over there with Bill yeah. Knowles in Philadelphia as part of his rehab. It was really fascinating to chat to him and what he was doing over there. Uh, again, I've got to ask you the timeline. Again, I'm not sure there's a there's anything more than a TBC when it comes to his availability. But how's he tracking? Yeah, look, it was a great trip for him in terms of, you know, first and foremost, probably just his, his mental mindset, you know, from a, um, you know, when you go through a period of being injured and not being able to participate mm. with the rest of your teammates, that can be really challenging. So I think from that perspective, it was really beneficial. And then it gave him a lot of confidence in his body and the exercises that he was doing. And then in a time frame to get back. And I think he, he mentioned in, in that interview, you know, he talked about not just getting back, but coming back ready to perform and um, you know I can see uh, a lot of progression in him over the last two weeks since he's been back on top of the two weeks he had over there um, which I should say a big thanks to Grilled one of our our major partners for helping us to send him over there Um, you know there is no time frame just yet on when he'll return Uh, it won't be uh, during the pre-season trial games but uh, we're hoped a little bit early in the season but again you know, we want to make sure he's ready to perform when he does come back. So we'll give him as long as he needs. Yeah, he did speak a bit about that, actually. It was quite interesting, not just being available to come back, but being available mm. to come back and perform. And he said there's a massive difference between the two, which I think is interesting and something we don't often talk about when it comes to elite-level sports. So where is he at, Justin, in terms of, you know, specifically, I guess, his ability to get out there and, and train and, and what he can and can't do at the moment? Now, he's still just doing all the strength work that he needs to do and all the different exercises to make sure that he's got stability and strength around the knee uh, and start to build up from there. You know, everyone always asks, is he running again? And his view on it, and this came back from the sessions he had with Bill Knowles, was that it wasn't actually about getting back to running. It was about strengthening the knee, uh, making sure that all the muscles and the structure around the knee uh, we're also strengthened to then give him the ability just to get, to come back and properly train. And the running components, almost like riding a bike, you know, he knows he can do that. He knows that that's one of his greatest assets as an athlete. Uh, and that will come through all the other components of the exercises and the recovery and the rehab that he's doing and being ultimately prepared for that. So, um, so that's where he's at. He's not uh, partaking in any of the main drills or anything like that at this point in time but um, he's not far away and, and the progress has been really encouraging. That's no, good, we wish him well uh, We're speaking to Melbourne Storm CEO Justin Rodsky uh, Justin, the, 
The uh, NRL wage deal, which is huge, uh, record-breaking, $1.35 billion. Um, the, for lack of a better word or phrase, the spat over that, I think it's emerged as what they're saying is one of the country's biggest industrial disputes. I mean, how are we to read the latest on this? Where's it sort of at? Oh, I wouldn't quite go that far, Sammy, <laughs> in terms of um, industrial disputes. But look, it, it, look, it has been. There's been some tension and frustration from both sides, um, the RLPA and the NRL, um, you know, obviously in any negotiation, everyone needs to feel like they've had a win. And at this point, they're still a fair way apart on a couple of key issues. I know that the discussions are ongoing. I know that uh, the RLPA through Clint Newton and the NRL through Andrew Abdo are meeting pretty much daily now mm. to try and work through those issues. Um, I don't think it'll be too far away. Uh, I'm not specifically involved, obviously, in those discussions, but um, I think that the two parties are getting closer and closer and, Hopefully that'll all be resolved in the next couple of weeks and we'll get on with the season. So it's obviously a five-year CBA. I mean, uh, and, and again, yeah. these are the, the colourful headlines that get thrown around at, at, when it comes to things like this. But you don't think there's any threat to the pre-season trials and the delay thereof or even the 2023 competition? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think that that's where this will head. Um, there may or may not be some... Um, moves from, from from the players over the coming weeks to help mm. progress the discussions, but I don't think it'll get to that. My view on it is that the players want to play, they want to prepare, and um, yeah, those discussions and negotiations will happen, obviously, in the, in the boardrooms, but they'll get done in the next couple of weeks, in my view. Justin, always great to talk to you. Now, Storm uh, fans, or just sport fans in general, who want to take in games uh, this year and follow the Storm, uh, if you want to become a member, how would we uh, go about doing that? Yeah, you can go onto our website. Obviously, all the information there you need, or you can give the club a call. Um, we're chasing down forty thousand members again this year, um, and we're we're sort of halfway there at the moment and going really well. And we're hoping to get everyone back on board. Um, and starting with this weekend, you know, come down to Geelong mm. on sale for the the game at GMHBA one fifty on Sunday afternoon. It'll be great. Yep, tickets for that one available through Ticketmaster at the moment. Justin, we wish you well uh, for the remainder of the preseason. Obviously, the the twenty twenty three campaign beyond that. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me, Sammy.